Are you ready to elevate your taste experience? Look no further than Mad Picks, the home of the sweet heat jalapeno and cucumber. Our pickled jalapenos and cucumbers add a satisfying crunch and tangy flavor to any dish. From sandwiches to tacos, nachos to burgers, the possibilities are endless. Whether you're a fan of sweet, heat, or both, we've got the perfect pickles for you. Indulge in the sweet heat jalapeno and cucumber from Mad Picks. Visit mad-picks.com today. Go ahead, take a bite, and let the flavors dance on your tongue. Hey, good morning, and welcome to another day at the Daily BM. I have Michael with me today. What's going on? Good morning. <laughs> oh, it is a good morning. You know, I just wish this dreary weather would go away. <laughs> Bring a little sunshine, a little warm, you know, to the to the town, so to speak. Uh, yesterday when I went out, it was like, you know, super cold. But today, it's like right now, 61 degrees. It feels nice. It feels nice. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to get into the 80s for the next four or five days. So it's going to feel like Florida again, you know? Really? Yes. Thank God. You know, there's a part of me that likes the cold weather, but then I also do like the warm. I mean, which do you prefer? Uh, I like it when it's 72 degrees and really? sunny. So just 72 and sunny, like the yeah. perfect, like the perfect weather. <laughs> it's like, it's gotta be perfect. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, you know, I was, uh, you know, I, we had a conversation, you and I, like a couple episodes back, it was really short lived. Um, after the show, I believe. I don't know if we talked about it on on the show or not, but you know, my father was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Yes, we and didn't talk about it on the show, but I think we talked about it in real life. I think we talked about it in real life. But you know, I, I thought you know today would be a good day to probably just talk about it. Um, sure, because you know, I feel like. I mean, I know we crack jokes, you know, about you know, Michael J. Fox, you know, shake and bake, yada yada yada. But really, it's it's a serious it's a serious thing. Uh, right? Do you know uh, when it was discovered? I don't. It, it was first discovered and described in 1817 as shaky palsy. I swear to you, no lie. It was called shaky palsy. Oh, that's cool. It, it, yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like a bad country song, but because I think of uh, achy breaky. Shaky palsy, uh, but um, yeah. but uh, uh, Parkinson um, um, is basically the name of the English physician who des- who described it first. His name is James Parkinson. So little little history there for you, Mikey. I know how much yeah. you like history. But uh, do you know what do you, have, do you know what the symptoms of Parkinson's are? Like the early symptoms or the main symptoms? Should I say? I do not. Okay, well let me enlighten you. Bring us up to speed. <laughs> I'll bring you up to speed. Um, it's basically slow movement, stiff and inflexible muscles, um, involuntary shaking of particular parts of the body, like tremors, you know. Uh, but you can also get a, a bunch of other physical and psychological symptoms, too, which, you know, depression, anxiety, which I've had, <laughs> but I don't have Parkinson's, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, balance problems. Believe it or not, you can fall. And um, a loss of sense of smell. Believe it or not, isn't that a weird one? Like a, a a sense of smell, um, mm-hmm. problem sleeping and memory problems. I don't know about you, but that's usually the kind of the reg with me <laughs> on some of these, except for depression and anxiety. That's a that's anxiety maybe, but the depression is sometimes here and there. But that's about it. Uh, balance problems aren't usually an issue with me or loss of smell, but I have problems sleeping, and I you know sometimes I have some memory issues as I'm getting older, like remembering things because you always give me a hard time about it. <laughs> 
because I'm always forgetting shit. And you're like, you need to start writing shit down. <laughs> so I'm just like, yep. <laughs> so basically, you start to develop symptoms with Parkinson's. It's very rare for somebody mm -hmm. under the age of 50 to start developing them symptoms. And, you know, it's it's one of those things where you don't think about it until it affects you. You know, and my dad, you know, I, I called my sister crazy for a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I thought she was just being crazy sister, you know, just the guy's 85 years old. Maybe just a little bit over the top with it. You know, I honestly thought when he went to go get tested for it, that it was going to come back negative. Like nothing's right. wrong. Because, you know, mm -hmm. you don't think you don't. Th you, I mean, when you think about your dad, did you think your? I mean, I don't know about you, but did you think your dad was indestructible? Growing yes, 100 percent. Mm -hmm. I mean, I literally thought my dad was indestructible. Um, he'll never get sick. You know what I mean? He'll never have any type of disease or anything. So it did catch me off guard, you know, um, when he when he got it. But um, the good thing is, is like with most medicines and things like that, um, it can be uh, treated um, with like medications, you know, uh, occupational therapy, things of that nature. But um, to, to slow it down, there's there's medications out there that will actually slow it down. Um, but in some cases, you actually have to get brain surgery. <laughs> Did you know wow. that? Oh, no, I didn't. Yes, yes. You have to go like you need to um, – the key is early detection. So if you start getting like, you know, shakes and things like that, get then, ahead you need, of it. then you need to get ahead of the curve because they do have medications out there that'll really, you know, slow it down, so to speak. You know, in my dad's case, he's 85. Right. So, so it's one of those things where, okay, he's in the twilight. I mean, I hate to say it. It sounds morbid, guys. I know. But at the end of the day, he's on his way out. So to speak, you mm -hmm. know, even if he lives five, you know, 10 more years, he's still in that that age back at where you have to come to realization that you are coming to the end of life here as Correct. we know it here as we know it. Yeah. So, you know, I, it's one of those things where is it super noticeable or is it something that, you know, he'll pass before it gets to a phase. But then again, you know, the flip coin is that. If you don't do anything about it and it speeds it up, then you're going to make the last five to eight years, if he's lucky to live that long, you know, not enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So if there's a medication, guys, take it. You know what I mean? When you're that exactly. age. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, just take it and like prolong it. Um, I don't know. Did you ever watch American Ninja Warrior? You know, I, I have watched. That's that one where everybody like competes and shit and goes over all the obstacles and all that kind of stuff. Correct. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've seen it a few times. So there was a, an athlete on there. His name was uh, Jimmy Choi. Okay. Um, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. I'm okay. Bored, you know how I am. I'm horrible names. But basically, uh, he had early onset Parkinson's disease, and he competed on the American Ninja Warrior for really? several seasons before he uh, – I think it was five times. He competed five times on American Ninja Warrior, and at age 45, he took his final obstacle run just because the disease had affected his grip strength enough to where he couldn't do the hanging obstacles. Um anymore mm -hmm. so uh but he competed all the time like with parkinson's like like five or five seasons like and he had early onset and he's on the medication and do you know how old he was for i mean how old was he again he's 40 he was 45 when he took his last run okay and how long ago was that you um, know by any chance so 2022 okay so he's 47 now right 
Yeah. So, th- th- like, did he, did they have like a documentary or anything like that where you know he talks about it and things like that, or did he just talk about it? On just the show? Um, just during the show. Just during the um, show. He actually he, he was diagnosed with it at twenty seven. Really. Yeah, so he wow. had early on, like early onset, early. So for early twenty onset. years, he actually was on medication to slow it down, and he, yep. you know, and, and I, but he was fit, physically fit, competing, like one hundred percent there. Like, I mean, I was about now to- I just got to the point, but I mean, like he's doing like superhuman stuff that like I can't even do, <laughs> that you can't do, you know, like hanging from a vertical wall, climbing a peg wall, like I mean, like running up a fifteen foot vert, uh, arced wall, like I mean, it was. <laughs> it's not that we can't do it; it's just we haven't trained. To do it and got into that mindset of training. I'm saying, there, we, I'm, saying I'm saying I'm saying we can't do it at this physical moment. Correct. Like if they said, "Hey, <laughs> I need you to run this obstacle course and get through it," and if you hit the water, your family's dead. You know, my family'd be dead because <laughs> I I know I physically couldn't do it, which is a horrible feeling. But oh my god, man, you just went completely morbid. My family's dead. I think that you might realize if your your family was on the line, you might lose a member or two depending on who it is and you got to pick. But I feel like you would prob- probably get through it. I don't think you can. No, I don't think so. Now, now, if it was time limited, you have two hours or your family dies, yeah, we're probably screwed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Two hours? You have like five minutes. Oh, to, to get the through the ninja course. course. Okay, to I'm sorry. The ninja, to run the I, was ninja like a, I was thinking like a Spartan run or something or the warrior race, you know, where you get three hours or your family dies. I'm like, you can no, probably think- pull that off. <laughs> I think the Spartan races are uh, easier than the Warrior than the American Ninja Warrior oh. as far as upper body strength and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> have you seen those? I mean, you've obviously yeah. watched that show. That shit's insane, man. I've watched almost every season. Yeah, I, I love mean, that shit. I have not watched all the seasons, but I did watch like season one, two, yeah. or whatever. And I was like, these guys are phenomenal. And the, even the ladies, man, the ladies are strong as bull, dude. I mean, it's just crazy. Their strength levels. I mean, some of those things, like what is that thing where you take the the wheel and you have to like turn it and go across? You know what I'm talking about, right? That little like lever thing. If you're looking at the camera, you can see me doing this. I look like an idiot, but um, you, yeah, you do that little wheel thing and then you have to jump on and hold on to ropes and shit. And then they they have all these uneven things. I, yeah, I would, my family would be dead too. It would be completely done. 100% if I had five minutes. <laughs> Actually, they'd probably be dead if I had two hours because I couldn't get through it anyway with some of the mad strength skills they have. But so he had so he had to quit the competition mm-hmm. because it got so bad. Yep. As far sure as the did. shaking yeah. and stuff like that. Well, just because, well, grip strength, it wasn't really shaking. He wasn't, he had tr- like slight tumors because the medication, I guess, keeps those at bay if you stay on top of it. Correct. Um, Pretty well. I mean, it does progress, but just a much, much, much slower pace. But his was just grip strength. So his was just plain old grip. It wasn't anything else yeah. like related. Okay. I was just curious. Uh, you know, the thing that scares me about Parkinson's, not necessarily, you know, the shaking, because that's going to come at some point if you're living with it. What scares me is the relation to dementia. It's always been like one of those things to me that scare me, like having dementia, losing that on who you are or what you were, who you were or, or the people around you, you, you love, mm-hmm. you don't know them, you know? So it's yep. that to me, it, you know, it's, that's scary. And you know, the number is up to 80% of the people with Parkinson's develop yes. that. And I it, feel like, okay. So in my personal opinion, and I've, obviously I haven't experienced it, but I feel like you, 
it's it's such a diminishing like day like it's like how do i put this um do you know how like you slowly can't do things that you used to do right with vision like it wasn't like i woke up one morning and my vision was blurry like bad like i was like oh my god it was just i woke up one morning it was just like oh this little tiny print's just a little bit harder to read right and the next day it was just a little bit harder and then just a little <laughs> bit harder. And then eventually it got so blurry. It's like, Oh fuck, I need glasses. You right. know? And then I got glasses and then it was like, you know, then it got a little bit worse and it got a little bit worse. And then it got to the point where like, you know, just, you know, I can't see without my glasses on and my mind and my body, like it was such a gradual transition that it wasn't like scary and shock and all. And I feel like the same thing with like your mental loss. Like, I don't think, you know, what you don't know. Like, I, I just think you're like, yeah, whatever, you know, like who is this weirdo? You know, like it sucks. <laughs> I think that now, it, what are you talking about? <laughs> it, it sucks. It sucks for the people around you more than it sucks for you because Correct. you're not aware. Cause that's obviously what the disease does. Like right. when my dad, my dad had to mention his last, you know, last couple of years. Um, and sometimes he was there. Sometimes he wasn't, you know? Right. He, sometimes he'd ask me the same question nine or 10 times. Like in the same conversation, just literally like, oh, hey, how you doing? How's, you know, and he would and he would remember the past a lot better than the present. So he would ask me like, oh, hey, how's your ex? My, you know, like he would think my ex-wife was my current wife and he'd be like, you know, how's, you know, blank doing. Right. And I'd be like, hey, dad, you know, I'm not I'm not married to her anymore. Like and I ended, <laughs> ended up. It ended up getting the point where when we had stuff like that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's great. He's like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because I would be, it would be more work trying and it'd be more confusion trying to tell him differently. Yeah, because his wheels start turning. You know what I mean? And he's going, oh my God, why can't I remember that? Then after after a few minutes, it would kind of go back. It would reset. So it was constantly a reset. Yeah. So what you're basically saying is his short term memory was pretty much shot. But his long-term memory was still in place from the dementia. I mean, it's it, it, so to speak. You know what I mean? He remembered, like, the past. He just couldn't remember anything like what you told him the day before. Like, I mean, did you see your dad every day towards the end? Or were you just kind of, like, spotting in and out whenever you could because of work? Very, very rarely. No, not because of work. More because of personal. Gotcha. Um, I understand. Yeah. See, that's always one of my fears is that, you know, even though it's like rare in the back of my mind, you know, just for a little bit from time to time, I think, man, you know, what if I what if I had it have it because of the gene that's even though even though it's rare and then I get dementia. I don't you know, I never I mean, some people say I don't have a brain anyway, but you get what I'm saying. It's like that's always been a huge fear of mine is losing your mind. Um it's one of those things where you just kind of go, okay, wow, <laughs> this could be it. Another, uh, another thing that can actually lead to a series of, uh, of getting Parkinson's too, as well, is like a series of small spro- uh, strokes where several parts of your brain die. So you lose those functions. So you get like other causes of Parkinis- or Parkinson's-ism is what they call it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what that thing is but like dementia alzheimer's disease all that stuff it that one really kind of took me back when i read up on parkinson's yeah so, so you know my dad just started his 
medications. Um, he's feeling much better, you know, than ever, you know, as far as like the shakes have kind of calmed down a little bit now that he's on the medication, which is a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're living with it, and I'm sure anybody that's lived with Parkins or is living with Parkinson's, um, the way to relieve some of that, that's why I always, when I go over to my parents, I'm always telling him, hey, stand up, walk around. Cause he's always asking me, hey, can you go grab that? I'm like, no, you can go grab yeah. walk over and get it. Now, if it's something, you know, he's like stuck in a, deep chair you know what i mean and he's relaxing different but i try not to do like little things i know he can still do you know what i mean right so because it's easy i mean i think it's human nature that when you know somebody will do something for you you'll have a tendency to lean on it a little bit more oh 100 percent. yeah and it's that's a horrible yeah and god bless my sister i mean she does a lot mike for Mm -hmm. like my dad, my mom, like I would say she does 90% of the work. Seriously. The oh, load. Yeah. She does the heavy lifting, man. I mean, she does. I mean, I, I, I can't thank her enough, but the reality is, is that she also does things that they can still do. Yeah. And I think that should, hurts. She shouldn't them. Be, yeah. That's hurt them. That hurts them. And I try to tell her that, mm-hmm. but it goes in one ear half the time and out the other. I mean, it really does. I mean, I love yep. her, but she's not doing them any justice. You know, because I I've gone over there and I've I've dug a hole. I know he can't use the shovel and dig right. you know dig into an irrigation and remove an irrigation um, piece because he's got to put a grip on it. He's got rheumatoid arthritis along with it and his knuckles. They look like little golf balls. His knuckles. I mean, they do. They just look bad when right. he swells up. I mean, it's it, it looks like crazy alien hands. You know, mm-hmm. but I try anything small. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, Dad, you got to try that first. And he laughs. He knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. You know what I mean? So I know his brain's still there because he starts yeah. laughing when I call him out on. I'm like, man, you know you could do that shit. You know what I mean? And he's like, because <laughs> he knows he works with my sister, you know, like a cheap suit. Oh, would. 100%. Yeah. You know? And my mom does too. She's no better. So, you oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your mom's bro. the same way. Oh, 100%, dude. 100%. They work, they work everybody. They work. They work that bit. Now, my brother, he's, you know, since he's a, a nurse practitioner, Mm-hmm. It's harder for them to to work him over. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really hard to, to work him over. But my sister, yeah, she's gullible as shit. <laughs> she just is. Love her. And I and I, you know, appreciate everything she does for my parents, but at the same time, she's got to let them kind of do small things on their own. You know? Right. Oh, 100 percent But anyway, listen, um, if you if you um if you feel like you've got family and or you have a family history of parkinson's hey listen seriously go to the doctor you know they run a few tests they can test you for it at an early age to see if you have any characteristics or if you even have it um and they catch it early and get you on medications that literally just trim off years you know what i mean off of developing Mm -hmm. severe symptoms early so do yourself a favor if it runs in your family history at all just for peace of mind when you go in for your annual physical hell if you're a dude, you're going in and getting your prostate checked anyway. If you're over 50 or, you know, 40. And actually, I think now it's 40, Mike. Did you know that? I think they dropped the age really? to 40. Yeah, they want you. If, if wow. you are 40 and older, you should start your prostate exams and, 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 your, and your rectal exams. Yes. Uh, and colon screening. All of that now. Instead of 50 to 55, mm-hmm. now it's 40. 
Wow. So, yeah, they're suggesting 40-year-olds. I would even say if that's even a big history on you guys or or ladies, if you're listening, you know, if you have some type of that that runs in your family as well, go get checked. I mean, it could literally save your life. So, um, Mikey, you got anything to add? I mean, don't, don't no, be, I think don't, we, I think we covered a good, good, good bit amount of information on the Parkinson's disease and just making sure you stay on top of your doctor's visits, dentist visits, you know, stay on top you, of that stuff. It's easier to do preventative than it is to do corrective. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> don't forget to head over to the dailybm.com. I'm at some point I'll be th- throwing some links up there. If you, if you want to check out some, uh, some information about Parkinson's, um, I'm going to create a page on there and actually, you know, any show topics that we talk about, I'm going to start posting it up there as well. So, uh, go to the website, dailybm.com. Don't forget to follow us on our socials, subscribe to us on any of the platforms to to the podcast and, um, Mikey, let's get out of here, bro. All right. Everybody have a good day. All right. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Mm -hmm. Deuces.